Well, hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. It's always good to be with you guys. Um, I pray constantly that this this podcast, um, that this time helps you to pursue Jesus um, and to just fully surrender, fully submit your life to him because he is literally the most important things important thing in our lives. He's the most important thing that we could ever pursue uh, and ever chase after. So I hope that um, this podcast is helping you chase after Jesus as the podcast title implies. Um, uh, we're going to be in Acts chapter five today. I think we're going to be in Romans eight as well. Um, we're going to be, you know, a couple different places. Uh, so, um, get your Bible if you can follow along. If you can, if you're driving, you know, just open your mind, open your heart, open your ears and your spirit. Um, and just listen for the Holy spirit and let God guide you through this time and speak to you what he needs to speak to you. I'm going to pray and then we will get right to this week's episode. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for um, your love and your mercy and your grace, God, because I suck and um, I don't deserve it. But because you were so good and because you love me um, and because of what Jesus did on the cross for me, um, I get to I get to receive your grace and your mercy. And I thank you for it, God. Pray you would bless this time that um, that we would hear from your Holy Spirit in a very, very uh, individualized way, uh, but in a very true way as well. Um, and uh, I pray that uh, through this time that uh, you mold us, our hearts, our minds, our spirits to be more like Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. All right, so there's this uh, there's this phrase that's been going around a lot lately. You might have heard it, um, but this is the phrase: "Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times." Really love this phrase. Um, I, I really like kind of what it it, it means, especially for us right now. Um, uh, but part of the phrase. Uh, really jumped out at me. Um, and the part of the phrase that jumped out at me was good times create weak men, good times create weak men. Um, and it really just, it made me think that that is kind of the definition of American Christianity. Good times create weak men. And, um, I'm going to flip to, uh, we're going to start out acts, um, acts chapter five. And we're going to go verse, Verse, well, it's the end of verse 39, 40 and 41. Um, and this is, I can't remember who it is. Um, Peter and James, I believe. I might be wrong on that, but um, two of the apostles uh, go before the council. Um, and um, uh, the council wants them to stop preaching the name of Jesus. They refuse. And um, we get to this, this point right at the end of chapter five. It says, um, and when they had called in the apostles, they beat them and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for his name, the name of Jesus, right? Um, they were they, they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for his name. Now, I say this in contrast to the whole good times create weak men, because I'm not sure that we would react the same way. 
Like, I want you to think about um, the fact that we really aren't persecuted in America as Christians, that we're not being dragged away from our families, that we're not being beheaded or tortured or thrown in jail or anything like that. As Americans, we have the freedom to, you know, have this, this book um, and read it and underline it and know it and share it publicly and go through these things, have podcasts about it, right? Uh, but we're not really persecuted for our faith. Um, and and when I read this, I'm not sure I would rejoice that, that I was beaten for my faith. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, what happens to our faith in times of difficulty, like even in times right now where the economy is difficult, where people, you know, this phrase goes out a lot, like we've made more money than we've ever made, but it's still, you know, we're struggling more than we've ever struggled before. Um, that is a common uh, sentiment among Americans, probably even, you know, among the world right now. Um and I'm wondering how our faith is being impacted by it. You know, what happens to our faith in times of difficulty is I, I think we get to this point where we we cry out, you know, God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? You know, the disciples here, the apostles, um, after being beat, they rejoiced. They didn't have that moment where they were like, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? Um, Romans 8, right? Oh, I passed it way up. Um, Romans 8, um, uh, verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us, how will he not also uh, with him graciously give us all things? Right? And then flip over on verse 37. Um, nope, uh, skipped it. Sorry. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Verse 35. Who shall separate us then from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, should you know, trouble, um, should distress or per- persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Think about these things real quick. Okay, let me let me break them down. Tribulation, trial. These are not easy times. These are difficult times. Um, distress, persecution. Again, we are not being dragged away or thrown in jail or anything like that. Um, famine. Um, you know, we've had moments of seeming famine with uh, COVID and everything. Nakedness. Thank God that's not a thing. Um, uh, danger or sword. You know, difficult, difficult things. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall these things? Verse 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So when we read this stuff, (laughs) why do we have the reaction that we do? And I'm not, and I'm not trying to downplay anybody's difficult times because we are all going through difficult times. And I'm not saying, you know, that when a family member or even you yourself get cancer or something like that, that it's not difficult. But why, when difficult times come, do we have this idea of God forsaking us? Why isn't our reaction, um, our response to difficult times, Thank you, God, for being with me in this. Thank you, God, for taking care of me through this. Thank you, God, for carrying me through this and and building me up through this. 
Why do we have the response that we do? And I think, just like the phrase at the beginning says, good times create weak men. Basically, comfort, and I think we've experienced a lot of comfort as Americans, comfort breeds weakness. Comfort breeds weakness. Why does it breed weakness? Well, it's because we don't have to work for anything, right? Um, We don't have to do a lot. I mean, even our government is trying, you know, I mean, think through, excuse me, think through the, the pandemic and the way it was handled. We were just, they were just giving money out, right? Comfort breeds weakness. We don't have to work for anything. Now, obviously, we do have to work for things. But um, as Americans, we don't have to work for things like other countries and other people have to work for things, including our faith. You know, we're not in China in underground churches. Um, I just saw an article the other day that the Chinese government um, raided a house and arrested 13 people um, for literally having a church service and everything. Um We don't have that same thing. We don't have that level of persecution. We don't have to fight or work for our faith because we can walk around with this this book and we can say the name of Jesus um, without really being persecuted, okay? You know, I'm not talking about mean tweets. You know, I'm not talking about anything like that. Uh, I'm talking about true persecution. And because we don't have to work for our faith, because we are so comfortable in our lives, um, we become weak. We become weak. We're not being persecuted. And I think because we're not being persecuted, because having faith and following Jesus and pursuing Jesus is not difficult at this time and and in our our country and culture, um, I think our faith becomes weak. And I think in order to not have the response of, God, why have you forsaken me? Um, We need to be disciplined. We have to be disciplined in our pursuit of Jesus. And it's really the whole point of this podcast. And it's the whole point of of me. um, You know, if you've ever had a one-on-one meeting with me, um, you're going to hear me ask you, like, okay, are you pursuing Jesus? Talk to me about your faith. First thing. Tell me about your your relationship with Jesus, because it is the most important thing. Um, And because we are such an undisciplined people, I think it's so important that we need to be disciplined in our faith so that when hard times come, when hard times come, that we don't have to endure the, um, the agony of those hard times forcing us to become strong. We have to be disciplined so that when hard times come, when difficulties do come, that we don't have to endure the agony of those hard times forcing us to become strong. No, we need to be disciplined so that we will be able to endure them because we've already put in the work to grow our faith. We've already put in the work to become strong in the Lord so that those hard times do not... um, do not bring us down to a place where we're thinking God has left us and God has abandoned us, but that we are remembering, you know, Romans 8, that we are more than conquerors because of Christ's love and because of who we are in Christ. So pursue Jesus with everything you have. Don't be weak. Don't be complacent. Pursue Jesus with everything that you have and strengthen your faith. Let's pray. 
Oh, Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word, God. I pray that uh, that we would be reminded of our true status, that we are more than conquerors because of you, because of your strength. And I pray, Lord, that um, we would be disciplined in our faith, that we would not be complacent, that we would not be um, too comfortable um, with our faith, but that we would pursue you intentionally and intensely every single day. Draw us near to you. Change our hearts, God. Speak to us through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm going to play some music. I want you guys to take some time, pray, seek out the Lord, maybe um, confess some of, the, some of the ways that you've been complacent in your faith, some of the ways that um, comfort has made you weak. Um, take those before the Lord and just allow the Holy Spirit to transform you.
All right, let me close this in prayer. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit. Oh, you are Lord. You are Lord. And because you are Lord, I'm intentionally placing you above everything else. Help me to do it in every moment of my life. That nothing comes before you and nothing goes above you. My life is yours, God. My life is yours. In Jesus' name, amen.